welcome to another TWD Talk with Doc podcast. I am your host, Doc Harrell, and we are going to be going in today talking about the Shikari effect or Shikari. I'm just called Shikari, okay? So no offense, Shikari, if you get to see my podcast. And, you know, I've already had this on my mind for a while because I keep seeing it, you know, in different aspects, um, whether it's happening to me and other, other people. But today when I got home, because of course, you know, with COVID, we shower and we change our clothes, which sometimes you got to get still to hear what God has for you, right? So when I changed my clothes, my mom always vacations to the place and she always brings me a t-shirt back. So I have, you know, a drawer full of nothing but t-shirts. And when I pulled out my t-shirt, put it on, you know, me like we had dinner, whatever. And when I got still and paid some attention to it, it said Florida on it. Okay. And even though it says that Shakar was born in Texas, she just reminds me of somebody that's live and vibrant. So from Miami, which of course, connection to um, the Shikari effect. So God has keep putting it on my heart. So I definitely um, want to share it with you all, right? So for those who don't know, Shikari is the track runner. She's 21 years old. Um, she uh, won the 100 meter race not too long ago in June. And sister bad. Like when I tell you sister can run some track, <laughs> sister can run some track and she's a force to reckon with, right? And of course, you know, she was um, scrutinized because of the way she looked, you know, black girl magic all the way. You know, they said, oh, her hair is orange, but somebody else was wearing it, it would have been Auburn, right? So, you know, she wears long fingernails. Well, when other stars do it, what's the problem, you know? So she was not our cookie cutter runner, just to say the least. And of course, they compared her to Flojo, right? So, and of course, that's an honor. So that's already, you know, a lot of uh, pressure from the jump, right? And then so she gets the opportunity to go to Tokyo to run in the Olympics, which, of course, I'm quite sure every track star is, you know, hopefully working towards that goal. So for her, for it to be a reality for her, it's like, wow. And of course, you've got everybody from across the world, at least I know in the United States, rooting for Shikari. Like, yes, 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 she got it. You know, you know, oh, she bad. We're going back to seeing old videos because sister been doing this, right? Sister been running track, but we're just now really paying it attention for those like me. I don't really watch track. You know, you ask about some Alabama football road tide, you know, we here, but I don't know about the track, but I know sister was bad. And when I saw her, her grace, like her strength, she's like, hey, this is me. This is what I do. I've been doing this. You just getting, you know, this, what is the, the saying? Um, old to you or old to me, new to you. Sister been doing this, right? So, of course, when she got the opportunity to go to Tokyo, everybody's rooting for her. Yeah, she's going to show up. She's going to show out, yada, yada, yada. Everybody on the team, right? <laughs> everybody's supporting her because, of course, you know, she's winning and everybody want to be on the winning team, right? So needless to say, she does a drug test. And of course, she tests positive. And I said, of course, because we want something negative to come out this situation. Well, at least the haters do, right? Regardless of how well you run, regardless of how well you do, how much you practice, a hater on the side is always waiting for that. Mm-hmm, girl, I told you, right? And so we know I don't, I have never been in those shoes and how she felt and how she decided to, you know, release 
that's her business, right? But it ended up catching up to her, of course. You know, sometimes it just happens like that. And it took her opportunity to um, race in Tokyo, right? But prior to then, they were like, okay, she's going to be suspended this many days. She'll be able to jump on, da 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 And so even though people had counted her out, she really wasn't out all the way until they officially said, okay, she's not going to run, right? I was one of those roots say, oh, uh-huh, all y'all talking about her, she ain't going to run. How about she going to run? You know, I was I was that type person because I know what it feels like. You work really hard, you know, and then you just hit a bump in the road. It just happens like that, right? So now all the stereotypes because of how she looked, now she's a pothead, now she's this, that. But my thing is that you weren't saying all that when she was running. You weren't saying all that when she was, you know, walking through, throwing them deuces like, hey, you know, you weren't saying all that. But then the moment she hit the bump in the road, some of y'all fell off the wagon, didn't you? Hmm. But she kept on doing her thing. She kept on doing her thing, you know. And like I said, they eventually, of course, removed her from, you know, Tokyo. But then she got to redeem herself, like, yeah, you know. So everybody doing all this junk talking. Of course she is, too, because she's like, hey, I'm a beast. Why not feel like that about yourself? Why not feel like when I jump in this game, I'm going to come in and show up and show out. The only competition that I have is myself, right? And so that's what she did. Like, regardless of what you said, you know, she need to humble herself. I'm, listen, I am an heir of Abraham, honey. I don't, I don't have to sit here and be less than, but could have been less vocal. Okay, and that comes with maturity. That comes with time, mentorship, and everybody don't have access to that, right? And so, needless to say, not saying that she didn't have access, but she's who she is. That is who she is, right? And sometimes people love you for who you are when you're winning but when that bump in the road happens (laughs) you'll see who's really on your team right so needless to say she goes you know everybody watch yeah she better you know teddy's jamaican's up and you know of course those from jamaica they like "Uh uh-uh you know we we the track running we've been doing this for years or whatever and she gets over there and she hits another bump in the road and sister finishes last (laughs) <laughs> the same people that was rooting for her. Yeah, you know, she represented. Da, 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 da. Now they're like, ooh, mm-mm. Ooh, 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 no, no. How you going to go over there and embarrass us? You did all that talking. You got all that mouth. Da, 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 and you need to humble yourself. <laughs> but when sister got done, guess what she did? She walked up to them cameras. And she walked up and she said, listen, I don't care what y'all got to say. Because I'm going to keep on doing me. Sometimes you got to hold your head up, even in the midst where there's a crowd shooting and rooting for you to fail. Now, I'm 36. She's 21. I don't know if I can handle that same kind of pressure. You got a whole, you know, stadium, auditorium looking at you. Like, I mean, what can I say at this moment? Like, these people just saw me lose. But I know we've heard the story of Fantasia, (laughs) that sometimes you have to lose to win again, right? So with that being said, let's talk about my good old friend Jalen Hurts, right? (laughs) 
Jalen Hurts went to the University of Alabama, of course, roll tide, my people. And he went there from 2016 through 2018. And he was another Shakari Richardson. Not in the fact that he wasn't humble and that, you know, he had a lot of mouth. A lot of times us women typically are more vocal because we are sassy compared to, you know, the guys. You know, they're, yeah, 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 that kind of deal, right? <laughs> so needless to say, I remember back in um, 2018, you know, at one point it was Jalen, 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 but then Jalen was messing up. Like, wait a minute, man, you can't be up here messing up, you know? And then here comes good old Mr. Tua. And I can't say his last name, it's a common Tua, okay? And he's still in the, the limelight, the spotlight. Like, wait a minute, y'all was just rooting for Jalen. But somebody just come in and make it feel good. Oh, he, he did a little bit more than I did. Now he better than I. Oh, okay. Hmm. How convenient, right? So you can do something over and over and over and over and over again. But somebody can come behind you and do it one time better than you. Now, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're better than you, right? Which is so insulting. I've been there numerous of occasions. I have worked hard and, you know, somebody can do the bare minimum and it's like, oh my gosh, and they just get all the praises, which is frustrating, right? But the difference between the two, not to compare them, is that Jalen was less vocal. He probably felt the same way that Shikari felt, annoyed, frustrated, angry, all the emotions you could think about. But in the same sense, he ain't say nothing, Right. Because we know sometimes our words can be used against us. Lesson learned, right? Well, in the midst, Mr. Tua, back in 2018 SEC championship game, he gets hurt. Oh, who you want to call? <laughs> oh, you want to call Jalen, right? Mr. Oh, Tua this, Tua that, Tua, 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 Tua. But then here comes Jalen. And what does he do? He saves the day. Roll tag. Okay. And we were 2018 SEC champs, right? But the difference, and of course, of course, the longevity of the situation is Jalen decided to leave Alabama. <laughs> and went to Oklahoma. Remember that? And when he went to Oklahoma, he didn't sit there and say, uh, bam it is, bam it that, and bash, bash, bash. He didn't do that. He remained humble, right? And again, I can't say that he didn't feel the same way or felt some type of way that Shikari felt, but in the same sense, he had to switch up. And sometimes we don't like to switch up because we get comfortable. But I'm one of those Jalen Hurts individuals. You got one time. <laughs> you got one time to cross Doc Harrell, and that is that, right? Hey, Carol. <laughs> and needless to say, he went to Oklahoma. He was the second runner-up for the Heisman Trophy. You know, everybody's like, oh, I want the Heisman, I want the Heisman, I want him to have it, da, 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 da. But God said, hold tight. You ain't got to have that. Let him have it. 
because I got something better for you. And in the second round, he was drafted to the Eagles, right? <laughs> so the same guy that you tour, 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 came in and saved the day, didn't necessarily win the Heisman, but still went to the NFL, right? Journeys are different. And we're just beginning with Shakari. Shakari gonna do it, y'all. Like, I have faith in her and I pray for her just because I know she got haters. <laughs> Facts, right? Because what happens is a lot of times we're getting to dwelling places and we have to figure out our way. And we forget about the prayers of the righteous availeth much, right? And so I pray for sister. I want her to win. Why? Because of the haters. And she deserves it. You know, a lot of times we say, oh, she got all that mouth. What they got to do with you? She is still talented. And that's one thing you just can't take from her. So don't let what people say in your bump in the road deter you from who you are and whose you are, right? So let's go Bible. Okay, now I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I done went to this evangelist school or I done went <laughs> and, and got trained on how to preach to the Bible. But let me tell you, pre or preach the Bible. But let me tell you this. Shantae reads her Bible. And I even, I don't know if you can see it, have it engraved with my name on there. So this ain't nothing new. And of course, the dog would bark while I'm in the midst. But it's okay. That's, I mean, this is... Okay, so needless to say, <laughs> uh, the word is real, y'all. And it's so good because when I was reading, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> so we're in, uh, I'm in the book of John, right? All right, and we're going to start John 18, verses, let me see. I'm going to go back a little bit further, not John 18. I am going to... Yeah, John 18, and we're going to talk about Jesus being arrested. <laughs> Y'all, ooh, this is so good, okay? Because he was arrested for no reason other than the fact that he was Jesus and he was doing what Jesus was supposed to do. The same way that Shikari has basically been scrutinized for being Shikari. We can't win them all. It ain't going to work like that. And like Fantasia said, again, you have to lose to win again, right? So if you look on John 18, we talk about Jesus being arrested, right? And if you look at verse 10, well, let's go back. We'll go back to verse 8, all right? So when they go, come, they says, they say, this is 7. It says, again, he asked them, who is it to you? Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he <laughs> if you are looking for me then let these men go they say you're looking for me here i go hey right so 
Peter has a disciple, not Peter, I'm sorry. Jesus has a disciple named Simon Peter. Simon Peter is his homie. Because Simon Peter like, listen, y'all ain't finna mess with Jesus. So what he does, it says in verse 10, then Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. Like, wait a minute. Jesus is my people and ain't nobody finna arrest him. This is my people. And we need a Simon Peter in our lives. Whether it's a mentor, a close girlfriend, somebody that you can confide in, but who gonna have your back when the bump in the road comes. A lot of times what happens is, you know, it's difficult because we don't foresee it. But then when we finally hit it, it's so shocking to us that sometimes it can knock the wind out of us. That's why we need that Simon Peter to stand in like, hey. And then when you're ready to come to, just like Jesus stepped in, he said, listen, in verse 11, put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup of the, that the Father has given me? So even though Peter had Simon Peter had his back, he was like, I got this. And that's what Shakari, Shakari, I don't know if she has like that intercessor person for her, but I'm praying she does. Somebody to, you know, to hold her down until she's ready to step back up to say, hey, <laughs> I got this, right? So then, oh, I've, I've neglected to mention, did I tell you it was the hater who brought them to arrest Jesus? Yeah, Judas, your homeboy, you're your bestie, uh, your bestie, best friend, know all your business. Beware. <laughs> Brought him exactly to where Jesus was, right? Then the ones that were riding on the bandwagon with him saying, yeah, I got your back. I got your back. And we all know Peter denied him not once, not twice, but three times. Okay. And then make it so bad. <laughs> he was like, uh-uh, I ain't going to deny you. I don't know what you're talking about. Beware of the bandwagoners, wagoners. They're going to ride it, ride it till the wheels fall off. As long as you were part of that winning season. Everybody ain't trying to be the Simon Peter. Everybody ain't trying to really have your back. When you hit the bump in the road. So heed these warnings. I don't know why I felt compelled to say this, but I do. Be careful. Be careful. Beware. Okay. Roosevelt, don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> now, not only that, once they arrested Jesus, right? They didn't have a real reason, but they mocked him. We know because they made this so-called thorn crown, right? And put on that purple robe and here is your king. And everybody crucify him, crucify him, right? The high priest. Wait a minute. This man and then healed the, the woman with the issue of blood and and and, and cured leprosy and, and, and brought people who, who couldn't see sight. Like, you going to crucify him? Why? Why? What did he do? Like, <laughs> wow. 
And then not only that, the disrespect was so real. Y'all, we have experienced it. So for example, if you go to John 18, verse 22, let me find it, y'all. So of course, once they actually arrested Jesus and they start questioning him, one of the high priests says, um, let me see. It says, when Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. You know why they slapped Jesus in the face? Because he stood up for himself. He says, and this is verse 19. Meanwhile, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching, right? He said, I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When he stood up for himself, they slapped him. <laughs> now, his slap was physical. Other slaps come in the form of demotion, whether it is a firing, whether it is an ostracizing or being isolated at work. It could be kicked out the crowd. I have friends where, you know, when they got mad at me, they made sure they continue to hang out and then, you know, come back and hang out with me when it was convenient for them. And then when I found out that they hung out and then include me, I was like, oh, I feel some type of way, right? But in the same sense, kept on hanging out with them. You know what I'm saying? Hanging out with the Judas, hanging out with the Peter. Why? Why? So hopefully I'm helping somebody today. Okay. So with that being said, sometimes when you stand up for yourself, like Shakari, you get the slap in the face. At this point, to be honest, I don't think there is anything that sister needs to say or can really say to just get rid of the haters because they're there and they're everywhere. Who's ever had that dream about snakes and snakes everywhere? You know, it's like, oh my gosh. And then when you wake up, it's like, wait a minute. Which one of my friends are the snake? But in the same sense, you really don't know. Right, especially if your circle is large. I don't. I never understood. It's a pen. Put a pen in it. I never understood why people have fifteen hundred some friends on Facebook. Do you know these people? Like, I get nervous when I get the four hundred. If you go look at my friend list, I keep it under four hundred. Now, to be honest, a lot of those four hundred I probably don't really talk to on a regular basis. But in the same sense, I ain't talking to no four hundred people. So I know I ain't talking to no fifteen hundred people. You can't figure out who the snakes and who the haters are in your circle because your circle too big. One of my favorites, my fam favorite, favorite saying is keep the squares out your circle. You don't need that many friends and they ain't really your friend. Just being honest. Okay. And not to turn it from, you know, where I'm at, but let me just say this. Haters are everywhere. Okay, and they're not necessarily hating on you. They're just hating on what you're doing or the light that that's on your life. I I, I can't tell you that y'all how much people can see what's in you that you don't see in yourself, and that's why you don't understand. It's like, well, why are you hating on me? I ain't got nothing. I ain't doing nothing. Why? I mean, really? 
but it's the anointing that they see on your life that they are just so fixated on saying, hey, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to do her. And then not having on that nothing to do with you. They want to bring people along because we people, you know, I have never understood where weak people hang out with people, but y'all weak. And it's just a group of weak individuals. Like y'all so pie. We used to call, we used to call them back uh, in the day, poop pot pie. <laughs> y'all so pie. Like it's just a bunch of weaklings hanging together. Me, my, myself and I, little old me, got you in your feelings like that, boo, why? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I make you that mad, boo, or oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because I'm just getting started, honey. Okay. So, okay, come back. Come back. So, we all know that, of course, he was crucified, right? And in the midst of him being crucified... You know, he was hanging with two other individuals as well, right? So going into after they, uh, he's actually on the cross. Um, one thing about the Sabbath is supposed to be very holy. And so let me find the scripture. It says, um, we'll start with 28. This is John 19, verse 28, for those who want to go back and look. I hope y'all go back and read the Bible, because let me tell you, it'd be, it'd be so good. Be like, oh, yes, but you got to get there. You know what I'm saying? So the death of Jesus, it says, later knowing that everything had, had now been finished and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus's lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. <laughs> that is a word in itself. The days of having your haters, the days of the Judases, the days of the Peters are over. The only thing you should be looking for now is your Simon Peter. If you ain't going to cut off somebody else's ear for me, stay up out of my circle. <laughs> I don't need no extras. The only ones are my day ones that I need, okay? And sometimes your day ones ain't all, you know, when I say day ones, I'm talking about my baby and my mama. The people who know me, know me, know me, okay? So let me come back. I'm sorry. I got I, that. That was like, oh, and it's so okay. I'm sorry. And it says, with that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now it was a day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath, right? Because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. This is verse 32. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus and then those of the other. But, <laughs> but, honey, yes, but when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierce Jesus's side with a spear. Y'all, we could be so broken, hurt, just 
everything under the sun negative and you still gonna have somebody a hater or whoever you want to come that's gonna pierce you in the side now you already know what's going on over here and you already know the list goes on and on and on and on and even if you don't know you know i'm not being my normal self therefore you know something is different about me but instead of uplifting me you're gonna pierce me in my side while i'm dead dang you petty same thing with shikari think about it sister couldn't run in tokyo she lost in jamaica like sisters already down and y'all still talking about it still piercing her in the side when you're gonna uplift her oh she need to humble herself well really <laughs> everybody can take a, a little slice of that humble pie from time to time okay i will continue <laughs> Next, it says, instead of one of the soldiers pierced one of the side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water, the man who saw it uh, has given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happen so that the scripture would be fulfilled, right? And it says, and as another scripture says, they will look on. I'm sorry, it says, I'm, I skipped it. Let me go back. It says, these things happen so that the scripture will be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. That was in scripture, right? And he made sure it was fulfilled. Then it says, and as another scripture says, sorry, my battery, says they will look on the one they have pierced. <laughs> so the part that says that I'm an heir of Abraham is true as well. <laughs> Where he says that um, I am the head and not the tail must be true as well that he is going to take me to the land of canaan of milk and honey that must be true as well so if it was true then it must be true now right <laughs> but that ain't even the part it's all about the resurrection you ready <laughs> last little bit so we are at the part now where Jesus has been it's a, like almost like a mummification. If you all ever get to go to Georgia, um, it's called the Biblical History Center, I think it's called. Amazing. Like I went there last year um, during Christmas. Um, y'all, everything that was that's being read here i can see it because i have a actual concrete visualization of what i saw at that center from this bible you know to see how back in the day um the jewish would actually mummify or wrap them up um in uh this these cloths um they use something called myrrh i think it was and you can actually see what a bottle of myrrh looks like. And you can actually see what the cloth looks like. It's, it's very um, detail-oriented as far as 
um, understanding what it was like. And you get to see different, you get to see the Old Testament and the New Testament, which is super cool. Um, I know we call Jesus um, the cornerstone. Um, sometimes we, and even the, the, the section about living water, um, that was very interesting. I don't want to tell you too much for those who are interested in going, but everything that I'm reading, I'm, I'm actually seeing, like I, I've seen what the cross looked like and I can see what the weight, you know, of it looked like, like, it's just so it's very detailed. And so that just came to mind. So hopefully some of y'all will be encouraged to go. It's in Georgia. I think it might be like in LaGrange, maybe a little bit down from it. But it's not too far from, um, where did we go last year? The Christmas lights. Uh, Fantasy lights, that's what it is. Not too far from there. So anyways, so going back to the text, we already know that Jesus was crucified, right? Nicodemus, of course, came in, you know, helped with the mixture of myrrh and aloes. And it said... um, that he took Jesus' body and, and wrapped them and, of course, put the spices on them, put the linen on them. And that was according to the Jewish uh, bur- burial um, customs, right? So just like with Jalen, just like Shikari, they didn't bear him. Oh, it's over with for them. It's over with, okay? But like I said, Jalen went on a different route, and he still became successful in spite of the haters. In spite of what people were saying, in spite of them chanting for somebody else, even though he'd been doing this, right? Same thing with Shikari. A lot of people have already buried her and she was just getting started. (laughs) But the God we serve, honey, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. So, of course, he was wrapped and placed in his tomb, right? Well... If you go to John verse, or excuse me, John 20, uh, verse 11, right? It says, now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. Why? Because Jesus ain't in there. <laughs> he ain't in there. Sorry, try again. <laughs> and as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, Right? And saw not one, but two angels hmm, in white, seated where Jesus's body had been. One at the head hmm, <laughs> and one at the foot. You are the head. And not the tail. Don't be the butt in and a joke. <laughs> All right. It says, they asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said. And I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not realize that it was Jesus. <laughs> when God resurrects you, you're going to be standing in the very one's face that talked about you and bashed you. And they ain't even going to recognize who you are. And you're going to be standing there in the flesh. Okay? It says... <laughs> I just feel like, oh, yes. 
It says, um, lost my place. It says, uh, oh, here we go. Okay. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, and this is where, you know, you get to get your little moment in, you know, your ha-ha-ha's in. He says, woman, why are you crying? Who is it looking for? Who is it that you're looking for? <laughs> and in the words of Cash Doll, and yeah, I'm going a little ratchet, come back. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, I said, uh, you, you looking for me? <laughs> Here I go. But yeah, of course it wasn't. This is not for Mary. This is just yeah. Okay, sorry. And it says, thinking he was a gardener, she said, "Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him." Jesus said to her, "Mary." Now imagine somebody who they buried, they pop back up, and they know your name. But you don't know my name. That's just what they do. A lot of times when people get in those groups and they hating on you, they talking about you, they you know just bringing that negative energy around you. Da, 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 you move on, scarred sometimes, and you're able to return when God has resurrected you and revived you, right? And you don't forget that person's name at all. So I am telling you, your time. To tell that person, hey, you don't remember me, but I remember you, okay? And then she says, she and the text says, she turned around, I'm sorry, she turned toward him and cried out in Arabic, Rabboni. Rabboni, right? <laughs> Which means teacher, right? It says, Jesus said, do not hold on to me. For I have not yet ascended to the Father. And it says, go instead to my brothers and tell them I'm ascending to my Father and your Father to my God and your God. I just want to back up just a little bit. Okay. So just a little bit, right? It says, do not hold on to me. That's what Jesus told Mary, right? But... When I read that, I felt compelled to tell you, do not hold on to them. This is for my Shikaris. This is for my Jalens. This is for everybody who's on my live. I only got three y'all, but let me tell you, I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all. I'm going to get to the point where I'm going to have so many people on my live. It's going to be some serious, right? I'm going to speak that in, into existence, right? So, you know, you always got to start somewhere. So, this is a start for me. And I've got my podcast going too. So, it's kind of like a twofold thing going. But I'm just going to speak this into existence. Then I'm going to have so many viewers on here. You can be like, I remember when that girl started, right? Needless to say. Do not hold on to them because, yes, they do scar us. Yes, they do hurt our feelings. Yes, they are rooting for us to fail, but that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> they're supposed to hope that you fail. Why? Because it's going to push you to go even harder. They're supposed to get with other people to do the chatter, right? Right? Because they're already telling you, I'm weak. 
Because strong body individuals don't need a crowd. Think about Jesus. He only had 12 disciples. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he was somewhere everywhere. And then you don't want to hold on to that because what he was telling Mary was that he has more to do. And that's what my encouragement for tonight is for you all. You know, don't hold on to that. People going to hurt you. People are people. And you can't expect people to treat you how you would treat them. You just can't because they're not you. Stuff that makes me so mad. It's like, it's just common sense. Why you just can't? Well, they can't because some people lack common sense. It's just who they are. Right? So I encourage you to accept people for who they are. Accept what they have done to you in your life. And I encourage you to hold your head up and do not hold on to it. Because God is getting ready to resurrect us, y'all. God loves us, y'all. And he only wants the best for us. And if the word was true for him, it's true for us too. And no matter how we try to, you know, oh, you know, whatever, it's true. And it will be fulfilled, right? We are here to do great things. We have just walked around Jericho the seventh time. And all we need to do in this moment is shout. <laughs> and the walls shall come down. We are in our tabernacle. If those watch Pastor John Hannah, we are in our tabernacle on our way to the land of milk and honey but there's some things that had to happen in between and the same thing that's happening to shikari that happened to Jalen, that happened to jesus it's going to happen to us we're not going to walk this land and nothing's going to cause us to have that bump in the road but just like jesus said to mary do not hold on to it. Letting go is hard. I'm a Leo, okay? <laughs> Leo, the greatest zodiac sign there is. Okay, so you ain't supposed to believe in zodiacs, but whatever. You know, that's just some, that's the paganism. You know, I'm still human. I got the little flesh thing going on. I ain't perfect, but um, we can be petty. We can be the king and queens of petty. But because I know that, I make different choices which is the difference between Shikari and Jalen. They made different choices, which had different outcome. But again, it ain't over. It's still more to do. And just because you may have hit this bump, maybe it might be a situation where, you know, people might have lost your job, may have lost something that you were really precious or really loved you or you really loved it or, you know... You can't stay there. You can't stay there. And if you know anything about Jesus, we serve a moving God. Jesus moved, right? God traveled by cloud by day, fire by night. He moved. The tabernacle, they built it up and tore it down. They moved. Even when they left Egypt and crossed the Red Sea, they moved. 
So I encourage you to move. It's your moving season, boo. (laughs) So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to my podcast tonight. I hope I have encouraged and taught you something um, as well as I hope that you will go and read your Bible. Um, one thing, you know, I like flashy things. So I went and got the, the nameplate because that makes me want to read it. Cause it's like, Ooh, this is my Bible. Ooh, right. So maybe you'll find something that's going to encourage you to read yours. Um, because like I said, it is so good. Like it's better than watching, you know, TV with all the drama. I mean, because, now just imagine if you were married and you went to go and see Jesus and the tomb is already open and nobody's in there. But when you look in there, there's two angels there. Oh, my gosh. You know, like that. OK, so anyways, um, that is my podcast tonight. Um, again, it's called the Shikari Effect. Um, and so if I can be a little 